Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show always guaranteed to give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. want to thank everyone for tuning in today, downloading it, if you're subscribing on iTunes, if you're sending me the feedback. I love all of you. Thank you so much. I appreciate all of it. And yes, I'm getting these out every week. Feels good. And so why stop now? I'm just going to keep going and going and going. And uh, also just teasing for later on with uh, this is October. Halloween's coming up. Uh, there's probably going to be multiple shows for Halloween week. Probably spread them out over like the two weeks at the end of the month here. So I've got so many songs to play for Halloween. So expect that coming up. We'll have a theme on every show that's different, even though it ties into Halloween. So, going to have a lot of fun doing that. But moving on to today's business. As promised, it's number five and it's live. So, we're going to play some of my favorite live cuts. Just random performances that really get the job done. Uh, so, you know, you some sometimes you just can't get it in the studio. Not that they're bad performances, but when you throw them on stage... They just take on an extra meaning, much bigger definition, the way it ought to be. Now, I know this this is a generation that really doesn't uh, care about the live album, but you know, back back in the day, back back when I was a kid, uh, you know, live albums, you know, barely when I was a kid actually. I I, I was born in '79, so by that time the live album was almost dead again at the point. But I grew up on the live album, and I love them. And there's not enough good ones out there, honestly. But, you know, you just have to dig and you got to go back. You got to go back to some of the good, obvious ones. I'm not really going to play some of the obvious stuff today. I'm going to play some stuff maybe you haven't heard, which, uh, you know, if you haven't been paying attention, is kind of half the point of this show, if not most of the point. Uh, so you're not going to hear stuff from, you know, great, obvious live albums like Kiss Alive, Cheap Trick Live at Budokan, Humble Pie Rock in the Fillmore, Frampton Comes Alive, you know, stuff like that. And I, I love that stuff. Uh, but, you know, like I said, let's let, let's play some random performances. We're, uh, it's a stellar list today, if I do say so myself. Covering all the bases here of all genres of rock and roll. I'm going to show off a little today. We're going to start off with one of the live kings of all time. This guy just couldn't be contained in a studio, in my opinion. Throw him out on stage, and he was the man. This guy was definitely dropped off by, uh, just like Bill Hicks said, he was dropped off by uh, space parents when he was a baby. He said, we'll be back for you in just a little under 30 years. Yes, Jimi Hendrix. Uh, and, yeah, that's this is the reason why I didn't play the Jimi Hendrix experience on show number three of the Power Trios. So I'm going to write that wrong right now. Because I just had to hold out for a live show because this is one of my favorite Jimmy performances and I think it's going to be one of yours too after this. I believe, and I'll, I'll go check on this while it's playing, I believe this is taken from the Monterey show. But I know you can find it on the Jimi Hendrix Experience box set, that purple velvety thing, which is great. It's, it's a must-own, some fabulous fabulous songs on there and performances a lot of live stuff some live covers like his version of sergeant pepper if you want that you'll find it on the jimmy box set but this one this one's called rock me baby yeah dig this baby oh, bro. they got a little tune around named rock me baby you know no this kind of yeah <laughs> well dig we got our own little rock me baby and it goes something like this here the words might be wrong but uh <laughs> That's all right, <laughs> dig this anyway. <laughs> Rock me, baby. 
that was the Jimi Hendrix Experience with Rock Me Baby. And yes, that was taken from the Monterey International Pop Festival on June 18th, 1967. The most important gig for Jimi. It, it broke him in the United States. And according to the, the notes in the box set here, it says that Paul McCartney actually recommended him to play that show. So how cool is that? And yeah, that the Monterey Festival really helped a lot of careers. And uh, there's actually a band I'm going to play later on here that actually skipped out on Monterey, and it really hurt their career. So there you go. Uh, I need to get the audio of, of Otis Redding at Monterey. That'll be on a future live Rock Strikes 10, because wow. If you haven't seen the Otis Redding footage from Monterey, it is ridiculous. So moving on, we're going to go to a band. This is from a live album that came out the year I was born, 1979 band called UFO. Now, UFO to those who know them, they love them. And if you don't know them, I recommend picking up some of their stuff. This is a very cool straight-ahead track off of Strangers in the Night, their live album. This is a song called Shoot, Shoot. Enjoy.
Douglas, good night. Now, I know if you're a fan of UFO, that was a pretty obvious track, but I know there's a lot of people out there that aren't aware of the greatness of UFO. So for both of you, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, that is a band, you know, despite that track, very that's a very straight-ahead, meat-and-potatoes, hard rock song. But I hope you go check out UFO. They have a lot to offer. One of the, uh, probably the most underrated band that ever came out of the 70s. I don't, I don't think there's anybody that is better that hasn't got that kind of recognition they deserve. You might have heard Lights Out by them on Classic Rock Radio, and that's it. That's all they play. So go check out some... I'll be playing some more UFO later on just to show you that um, you know that those who know are right. I'll play songs like Cherry and I'm a Loser, just some great songs out there. Go listen to UFO. Maybe pick up, uh, as a good 101 starter, get the Essential UFO Collection. That's a really good one. And it has that it has Shoot Shoot on there, so... All the better. So, moving on, we're going to go to a band that probably, arguably, one of the best concert movies of all time has to be Stop Making Sense by Talking Heads. I admit it, and if you've seen it, you would say the same exact thing. And that that film was actually directed by Jonathan Demme, who directed Silence of the Lambs. So there's your fun fact for the day. If you haven't seen this show, it's amazing. It's it's. If you're going to put a concert on film, this is how you do it, because literally the band builds up during the show, and then it finally gets to that peak where it's the full band plus a whole bunch of extra guest musicians on there. It's it's phenomenal, and this is uh, this is at the peak of the show where everybody's out there. This is uh, probably the one of the more well-known songs from Stop Making Sense, but I think it kills the studio version. This song is called Girlfriend is Better. Check it out.
was Talking Heads with Girlfriend is Better from Stop Making Sense. I, I definitely recommend picking up, I think it was 1999, they reissued that out on CD with uh, the full, with like some extra songs and stuff like that that wasn't on the original release. So go check that out. Uh, get it on DVD. I hope it comes out on Blu-ray soon. That'll be extra nice to see it in that format. Uh, d- Blu-ray is definitely made for concerts. I don't know if you're a fan of the format or have it, but to me, the best things you could possibly get on Blu-ray are, are concerts and old old movies, like with a good restoration on them. So, anyway, moving on. I mentioned earlier there was a band that bailed out on playing the Monterey Pop Festival in 1967, and this is that band, the Beach Boys, and it really hurt their career. Uh, they really didn't recover for a long, 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 long time. But you know. I don't know if you know this about me, I'm a big Beach Boys fan, and I know they're 
it's very polarizing. People either love them or hate them. But I implore you that there is some genius in there. I know you hear that a lot probably, you know, from critics and and music bloggers probably and stuff like that. But I think the Beach Boys are probably the most misunderstood band in America. A lot of that has to do with the ultra supervillain Mike Love who has turned the band pretty much into a joke. You know, a band that plays state fairs and pick races and stuff like that. And there's not one Wilson in that band anymore, so the band is invalid. All right, I'm going to get off my soapbox right now. Let's get positive again. This is taken from the Beach Boys' 1972 live album called In Concert. And this really is the band at the peak of their live performances. Uh, Brian Wilson is not on the road at this point, but they got uh, Carl Wilson and Dennis Wilson. And Dennis actually broke his hand prior to the tour. Dennis was a mess, but we love the guy. He uh, did do backup vocals and some keyboard work with his good hand. And it was nice they got to bring in a drummer that was real competent and it was they were just on fire on this tour. It's a great live album. It's uh, you know, if you've heard some of the songs you've heard a million times, you hear it in a new light and it takes on a whole new meaning. This is one of those examples. This is a this was a massive hit for the Beach Boys, but I love this version. I think it's really good and up tempo in this. And when it peaks right in the middle area, it's just so good. And you hear the crowd go crazy. And it's legitimate for sure. I, once again, I'm, I've talked long enough. I'm going to play you a song called Wouldn't It Be Nice.
That was the great Beach Boys with Wouldn't It Be Nice from the Beach Boys in Concert, 1972. And basically, you've heard it all. You've heard people talk to you blue in the face about the genius of Brian Wilson and the Beach Boys. But basically, here's the deal. And yes, they got the the Smile release coming out, which is going to be awesome. I've I've heard it, and I I can't recommend an album more probably than Smile. So that'll be out in November. But basically, get any Beach Boys records between 1967 and 1972, and I don't think you'll be disappointed. I think those are some of the best albums ever made, and you should definitely check it out. A lot of lot of input from Carl Wilson, almost more so than Brian Wilson. Carl was really the guy that held the band together, in my opinion, I think, more in a lot of people's opinions. But there you go. I hope uh, maybe you'll give them a chance now. We'll see. So moving on, uh, this is actually a song that was supposed to be played on Saturday Night Live, but was changed to Radio Radio. I'm going to play you a live version of Less Than Zero, since maybe you haven't only heard the, maybe you've only heard the first verse before he copped out on it on SNL. Uh, such a legendary moment in television history. I'm a big Elvis Costello fan, probably in the top five songwriters that ever existed. I'll admit it. And this is from... Rhino Records put out great Elvis Costello reissues, and they're all out of print now, but they they literally came out less than ten years ago, or about ten years ago. Uh, Go pick up any Elvis Costello album that says Rhino Records on it, because you won't be disappointed to get like two CDs for the price of one. The first one that came out, of course, was his debut album, My Aim Is True. And this is one of the main reasons I didn't play that uh, something from My Aim Is True on the debut album show. I am such a big fan of a live track on the bonus disc here. Bonus tracks worth getting on these reissues. This is called the Dallas version, in quotes, of Lesson Zero. I don't know why. I, I think there's probably a little more... Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald talk in the lyrics. The lyrics are slightly different and and slightly more blue. But what does it for me really, and you'll hear it right away, is there's this guy in the crowd that is just given like the deliverance, like yee yee. You'll hear that guy the whole track, and it's almost like I I feel like the band and Elvis can hear that guy in the crowd, and it makes them play harder and angrier and louder. But he never quite, you never quite uh, not hear him on the track. It's throughout the whole thing. But it kind of makes it to me. I love it. So let me know what you think. This is called Less Than Zero, Dallas version. This is called Less Than Zero.
That was Elvis Costello and the Attractions with the Less Than Zero Dallas version. You can find that on the Rhino Records reissue of My Aim Is True on the second disc. I highly recommend that for the original album and for the bonus tracks. When was the last time you could say that? Hey, these bonus tracks aren't just throwaway BS things. Uh, check it out. They're awesome. There's a lot of stuff spread out through those reissues. Don't have enough time to talk about them right now. So we're going to move on. This is uh, the most obscure band I'm going to play for you tonight. One of those bands that has the quote-unquote cult following. I'm talking about a band called Jellyfish. And uh, there's definitely a family tree of musicians that came out of the band Jellyfish. So pretty much any project that any of those guys got involved with, I support. Uh, so go do your homework. I could probably do a whole Jellyfish show of just the offshoots and the original band. Hey, maybe I might do that if someone wants me to do it. But for right now, I'm going to play you a live track from their debut album, but it was from an import, I believe the Japanese import of the Belly Button album. Yes, I'm a big enough fan to have a Japanese import of, <laughs> of an album by this band. This is cool. This is kind of a medley, if you will, a twofer. Uh, they're doing probably their most well-known song that actually got a little bit of radio and MTV play, a song called That Is Why, but it's preceded by a cover of Paul McCartney and Wings Let Him In. Check it out. 
bit of jellyfish there doing let him in slash that is why you can find that on an import copy of belly button if you can find it and if you can't find it and you have to get the domestic send me a send me an email and uh i'll see if i uh, see if i can tell you where you can get those bonus tracks i'm thumbing at my nose right now you know and the okay Anyway, moving on. And and there's only two Jellyfish records, so get them both. Belly Button and Spilt Milk. They're both great records. And uh, like I said, I'll, I'll talk more about them on future shows. So the next track I'm going to play you, we've been, uh, we're going we're gonna to get harder again. We've got a big twofer coming up. An epic, epic twofer. Get ready for it. This is uh, one of my personal favorite performances by this band. This is a band called Iron Maiden. You might have heard of them, or at least you've seen the t-shirts, because we're everywhere. Iron Maiden, uh, one of the reasons why they are so popular, uh, they're very they're fan-friendly, yes, but their live performances are an experience. They are so good. They, they're just phenomenal musicians. Iron Maiden is a band that you should go see at least once. They are just super i mean just great stage show there's always something interesting on stage big stages just the crowds are ridiculous no matter where they play uh of course you know overseas they go crazy for them and this is actually taken from the live at donnington triple triple disc or triple vinyl this is from a performance from uh, i guess about 91 92 uh, Live at Dyington was a great performance by them, and this is uh, this is not a hit by any means. Uh, it's from originally from the album Fear the Dark, and I think they just really took it to another level on this performance. This song is called Afraid to Shoot Strangers. <laughs>
know, I was really struggling to f try to find something to say about Iron Maiden, and I'm, I'm sure I repeated myself a lot before that track, which was called Afraid to Shoot Strangers, if, if you couldn't tell. They, they did say it quite a bit on that Live at Donington collection. Very cool live recording, as well as like their other 12 live albums. They're all good, trust me. Uh, you know, us fans, we have them all, of course. Uh, but you know, the, to me, there's there's not a better band that can really do the build than Iron Maiden. They they go from that, you know, just real ballad type thing to a, a middle groove there, and then they can go into the fast and then build it right back down again. Uh, that, that takes a lot of talent, honestly, and I think they pulled off very well. So it's one of the reasons why I'm such a big fan because a very interesting band, definitely not boring in my opinion. So there you go. Go check out Iron Maiden if, you, if you've never given them a chance. Uh, they've got some cool songs like that to offer to you. And, uh, you know, we're getting towards the end of the show, but there's still a few more songs to go. But I wanted to take a quick break here to thank some people. I want to thank, uh, you know, the people listening out there. I really appreciate you, but especially the people that take the time to to write to me. And, you know, I, I, I like that, you know. I mean, who doesn't? I uh, want to thank uh, my friend Steven who listens to the show and you know just because he's a friend doesn't mean he listens to the show a lot of my friends don't listen to the show so <laughs> you know and if you're out there let me know because I you know honestly I'm not sure who's listening but Steven took the time to write me so I'm going to give you some of his feedback on the show uh, he was talking about the th he started talking about the third show he said he listened to it and he said that he was glad that I included two of his personal favorite bands The Jam and Husker Du uh, personally, he said he would have had Dinosaur Jr., the Meat Puppets, and the Minutemen on the cut, but says he liked the variety of the groups that I chose, and said he'd never heard King's X, and he expected them to suck, but he said he actually liked the track that I played, so thanks, Steven, that means a lot. He said that they remind him of Urge Overkill, and asked if that track was representative of what they're normally like. Well, uh, Steven, I think the song that I played, I believe it was called All Right, from their latest album, I think it's pretty derivative of uh, what they do. They don't really... You know, they can play, and they're talented, and they jam, but, you know, they I think that's a good representative of what they do. So I don't think, I think if you seek anything out by them, you won't be disappointed. I think especially on their later stuff here in their career, I think you would like it more honestly than the earlier stuff. I would start, I'd probably start on the Dogman record, to be honest, if you're going to pick something up. And you can probably find their albums, uh, you know, out there on Amazon and not spend a whole lot of money, basically. <laughs> Or if you frequent use CD shops, which I like to do a lot. And Stephen also uh, emailed me after the fourth episode. Said that, you know, he said that he liked the show and he actually uh, congratulated me on getting the shows up in a timely manner. I like to hear that. I, I, I like the people appreciate that they can. And I, wanna, I want you to, guys to know that you can count the show coming out every week. Uh, and he says he thinks they're getting better. So thank you for that. He says he enjoyed the wide range of music. Uh, told me he had not heard the Eagles of Death Metal and he liked the song. And also he hadn't heard the sword. And he says they they sound so much like Sabbath he's not sure what to think. I think that's what a lot of people are thinking right now about him. But, you know, I'm going to stick with him and see what they do. And he uh, says he never heard Sharon Jones either. So, And I don't know if a lot of you had heard her before that show. So I hope that I turned you on to her. And he also said, uh, glad that I played the Hives and International Noise Conspiracy. And he reminded me that I turned him on to International Noise Conspiracy because we were talking about Refused one day. So, there you go. So he's looking forward to the fifth episode, and that's what we're on right now. And one more, uh, so just a few more feedback before the next song. A very, very good friend of the show, Mr. Todd Cunningham. Thank you, Todd, for all your kind words. You're... 
you're always on the Facebook page, and yeah, I appreciate it. And not only that, but Todd is now the first guy, first anybody, to leave an iTunes review. Gave me a five-star review, so Todd, thank you so much. I can't can't thank you enough. I, I'm speechless. Literally, I am. Uh, a few of his comments from past shows here. Uh, second show, he said that Mirror Mirror was his favorite song on Def Leppard's High and Dry, so I guess he's glad I played that. On the Power Trios episode, he says he, he loved the ZZ Top song and the Husker Du song, said he never heard those before. And the same thing goes for Mountain, so... You know, I, when I actually say let me know, I mean it. And he did. So very cool, Todd. And right after that, he sent in a request for the live episode, which we're on right now. Says he would like to hear something from Thin Lizzy's Live and Dangerous, UFOs, Strangers in the Night, and Judas Priest's Unleashed on the East albums, please. Well, you know, Todd, I think you're going to be happy with the turnout on this episode. And before we get to the next song, I just want to thank also everybody else who leaves feedback and frequents the Rock Strikes 10 Facebook page. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you to my brother, Chris. And thank you, Logan. And also, extra thanks to you, Logan, this week especially. You've promoted my show quite a few times, and I appreciate that. I would like you to go ahead and check out Logan's Facebook music page. He has a great... uh, uh, Facebook page about heavy metal. So if you're a heavy metal fan or you know a friend of heavy metal music, find the page Birth School Metal Death. And I'll link that on the show blog today. Alright, you know, my head's spinning. I'm talking way too much here. But I just wanted to thank everybody and know that you are appreciated. So since uh, Todd requested some of those tracks, we, uh, you know, I gotta tell you, we already played something off Strangers of the Night by UFO. And now I'm going to play something off of Judas Priest's Unleashed in the East. This one came out, I believe, 1979 as well. But uh, And, you know, for fans of this band, this is an obvious track. It's on a lot of Judas Priest's best ofs. But there is a good reason for that. And you're going to hear it right now for those of you who haven't heard it. This is a live version of a song they did called Victim of Changes. And it's epic and it's awesome. And I want you to enjoy it right now.
still with me still alive all right that was that was quite an epic twofer we go from a crazy 
epic Iron Maiden song to a, a completely awesome and outlandish Judas Priest performance, which which sends it off brilliantly with some of the highest pitch vocals ever. So the, yes, that was Judas Priest with Victim of Changes. And that also reminded me, uh, you know, you're gonna th- I'm going to be hung in effigy if I don't mention this. Uh, one of the all-time great live albums, Thin Lizzy, Live and Dangerous. I don't, I don't have audio for you on this show. Reason being, I, I just have it on vinyl. I've never been able to luck out on getting a, a CD copy of it. So I will write that wrong, and it will be on a future show. So look out, Thin Lizzy, Live and Dangerous. That one, that one owns. It's, it's law. You, you got to have it. I have it on vinyl, so I'm not, I'm not cheating. I'm not a hypocrite. I just didn't have the time to rip it onto uh, MP3. So, sorry, sorry. But I'm going to make it up to you. We've had some great guitar work on the last couple of songs. This is no exception, but in a different field. Going to play something by David Bowie. And pretty much the Spiders from Mars are on this track for sure. My goodness, Mick Ronson. There's not much else to say once you hear this song, especially. I mean, Mick Ronson, he's all over those early Bowie albums. Ziggy Stardust, of course, being one of the pinnacles. But I always, this has always been one of my favorite songs on the original uh, Spiders from Mars album, Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. What a great long title, of course. I got it right the third time. This is taken from a box set that they put out in, I believe, 1999 called Bowie at the Beeb, which is basically just three CDs worth of Bowie's BBC performances over the years. And that third disc on there especially is really good, playing with his band from that era. And they do some fantastic performances. It was really hard for me to choose a song to play from this set, but I'm going to go old school. We'll play some new school later on. This is a performance taken from the Spiders from Mars era. And once again, Mick Ronson kills on this song. This is He's the main reason why I'm putting this track on this show today and that you must hear it. And I'm talking about a song called Moon Age Daydream. I'm an alligator I'm a mama papa calling for you I'm the spicy
Oof, that 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 outro just gives me chills. I mean, just a, and you know, for a song that like fades out on the original version, and they come up with this really great, powerful ending. That was David Bowie and the Spiders of Mars with Moon Age Daydream. Once again, from the Bowie at the B box set. I don't know how readily available that is anymore. It might be out of print, but uh, go find it on Amazon or something or in a used store if you luck out. And you might be asking yourself, God, there's so I've heard so many great guitar solos on this show. Can it get any better? I mean, you, you've peaked, right? You've played Priest, Maiden. You've played Mick Ronson with Bowie. Uh, wh- where do we go from here? I, I can tell you. And this is a doozy. That's why I'm saving it for last. This is a showstopper. And I've got my sour opinions about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But all that aside, I'm going to play you this performance. It actually comes from a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame concert. 2004? Yes, 2004 sounds right. Yeah, because that was the year I saw the soloist in question here live. Twice. I will, no matter how expensive the tickets are, I will go see this man. This is a performance, it's, it's actually a Beatles cover. While My Guitar Gently Weeps, originally from the White Album. This was done during the George Harrison induction, posthumously. So his son Danny Harrison is playing acoustic rhythm guitar. you got Steve Winwood on the piano and keyboards. You've got the great Jeff Lynne from ELO on co-lead vocals and guitar. Also on guitar and co-lead vocals is Tom Petty. And playing the solos is Prince. Probably my favorite all-time guitar solo on this track. He just kills it. If you haven't seen the performance footage, it's ridiculous. You get to see Tom Petty and Jeff Lynne, guys that have been around a while. And Danny Harrison, who has probably been around Tom Petty and Jeff Lynne all his life, just clocking Prince, watching him. They just catch themselves watching him this whole time. and. Prince is amazing. I don't care what anybody says. Prince is in the top three guitar players living today, if not number one. He is that good. Now I'm just going to go let the audio speak for itself. Let me know what you think out there. We're going to close out today's show with While My Guitar Gently Weeps, live from the George Harrison Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction in 2004. Enjoy this. Time. 
played the original solo of that but that was mom my guitar gently weeps live from 2004 tom petty jeff lynn danny harrison steve winwood and the almighty prince so that's it you can't do anything else tonight that that's a closer so i'm gonna get out of here 
and I want to thank everyone for tuning in today. I want to thank Todd Cunningham for his requests. You know, he's he's responsible for UFO and Priest. I probably would have played him anyway, but thanks for the request. It lets me know that you're listening out there. And also, thank you, Todd, because you reminded me to remind everybody else out there, if you go on iTunes and leave me, uh, you know, any star review you want, five preferably, and leave some comments on there, that's really going to help the show out. And, you know, of course, keep the comments coming on Facebook and the email and everything else. Go to cnjradio.com, home of Rock Strikes 10 and home of the Wrestling House Show. Everything you need's on there. The site's only going to get better by the day. And once again, thanks for all the support out there. And I'm going to be back, uh, I guess, the next few shows you're going to hear. It's October, so Halloween music. So we're going to have a theme for each different show. I'm going to get as many shows out there as I can before Halloween. So I'm basically in competition with myself to put out as many as possible. Send your requests in. Send your theme requests in. And let me know what you think about what I'm doing over here. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Couldn't sleep last night. You know, I hate when you dream about your childhood. First concert I ever went to. Went by myself. I know that don't bother you. You don't give a shit. I was the one up six in the morning thinking about it. Went to see Sly and the Family Stone. More alone. Just waiting. Because the guy showed up like three hours late, you know. So I'm like looking for somebody to talk to. You know, I'm just standing there like a jerk off. So I turned to this one guy and I go, hey, uh, where do you think he is? He looks over at me and goes, no slide. I don't know what being the dude's head. The fuck do I know? I ain't slide. They should do a remake of uh, the Andy Griffith show with all black people. <laughs>